You're listening to Wall of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey everyone, it's Ant and you're checking out the World of WWE podcast. This is our special Hell in a Cell 2021 prediction episode. And no, we are not in October. We are still in June. They probably switched up the pay-per-view so they could keep up the theme of Extreme Rules, uh, the horror show or whatever the hell it was called. But anyways, thank you for checking us out. I'm Ant, and I'm joined always by my great co-hosts. Introduce yourselves. What's up, guys? It's me, Dan. What's up, guys? It's me, Josh. And Carlos is not here today. He is. Oh, on. we have him in the we we have him here in spirit. Yes, he is definitely 100 percent here in spirit. He has given us his predictions, and we're going to reveal them on this episode. Before we jump into the episode, thank you for checking us out. If you're listening to us on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell to make sure you stay notified when new content comes out. There's a lot of new stuff that comes out on YouTube. Then you could check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast. I saw somewhere that a lot of people have been listening to us through Amazon Alexa, which is cool. Um, check us out wherever podcasts are available availables <laughs> i feel like i'm in rugrats responsibilities or whatever the hell they say uh anyways i'm referencing old shit so that means i'm old but let's get to business guys hell in a cell is sunday tonight what is the date today what is the 19th the 20th oh we're in the tw- are we really already in the 20th yeah. yes we are are you kidding me Oh, man. It's oh my sweet. God. Wow. Well, I'm sorry. You guys just literally woke me up this morning because, well, this morning. Also, I think we should say something. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Yeah, to all the good fathers. <laughs> and to the godfathers. The whole train. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, and really happy Father's Day to all the fathers, but also to like the grandfathers. And if there isn't a father figure, whoever your father figure is, whether it be an uncle, a cousin, a brother, you know, be thankful for the men you've got in your life and buy them something good. Yeah, like tickets to hell to an next wrestling review. That would be <laughs> or, or a nice, very nice replica title belt. Or yeah. you could uh, have your father subscribe to the World of WWE podcast, and that would be yeah, the do that. Of all. That's a nice free present too. Free, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so again, thank you. Happy Father's Day to all your good men out there. So you could also celebrate by watching Hell in a Cell tonight, which is streaming. The pre-show starts at 7 o'clock on Peacock. If you're out of the United States, you can check it out on the WWE Network. That is where our Canadian friend Josh is going to be checking it out. Josh, every time I think of you now, I, for some reason, I think of your Stratus because <laughs> uh, Josh is like the first Canadian that I've ever really like had a conversation with. So I fucking am like... You know, I also am a huge fan of Degrassi, so make fun of me all you want with that. But not oh my, (laughs) listen, not this one, not this one. I'm talking about like way back when with like Emma, and then there was like fucking Manny. Anyways, this is not about that. So let's dive in. We're gonna cover. There are one, two, three, four. There are six matches tonight. The actual show starts at eight o'clock. And you can also order it through your cable subscription provider if you would like. I think it's 50 bucks. Wait, Anthony, are you sure that the pre-show starts at 7? Because normally things start at like 6 and then the actual show starts at 7. Oh, does the show start at 7 tonight? I, I See, think so. That's what I, I'm so to terrible. This. I'm used to, you know what it is? NXT TakeOver started at 8 last time and the pre-show was at 7.30. Let me check. I think you guys are right, though, so I'm just going to wing it with you guys. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Pre-show starts at, let's see. Uh, no, it starts at uh, 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 8 p.m., yeah. You're right. You're right. It's 8 p.m. 
Oh, see, okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so listen. nine p.m. my time. Yes, nine p.m. Josh's time. Oh wait, so then Josh, we could watch it live. Mm. Or is it okay? So I have a silly question for you. Hang on, hang on, hang on, because I'm ignorant, and then we're gonna get right to the <laughs> to the um to the show. Uh. When you say nine o'clock, so you have to wait. It's not like you, it's so you're not like it's like the pre show is on at nine in Canada. Oh, like so my like, time. Oh, dang. So then, yeah. I, so then I watch it the same time you guys do, but it's nine o'clock in Canada, like, or like where I'm at. They're an hour ahead of us, Anthony. Yeah. Okay, six. So, like, when we started at eight, it will be nine o'clock. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nine so time. then, cool. So we now normally we live text during the show, but you know, Josh has other plans maybe tonight. So so I'll be home. I'll be home for that. Oh, all right. So then we'll live text. Sick. All right. Um. So let's dive right into the predictions. The first match we're going to talk about is Alexa Bliss taking on Shayna Baszler. There has been a lot of history between these two in the past couple of weeks. Alexa has just been playing mind games with Shayna Baszler, causing Baszler and Nia to, I think she helped them lose, not lose the titles, but she did cause a distraction um, in some of their matches recently. And she, uh, she's also caused like fire to go up on the ramp when Reginald was walking up. There was a moment where, uh, Shayna was doing Alexa's playground and she and she like didn't she like step on Lily or something yes yes and, and then uh the next week it was Shayna versus Bliss and but fucking didn't like she had Shayna was like running for her life backstage because she was afraid of like fire or something of Lily and then she goes backstage and she sees something she's like you're not real it's not real that she sees Lily and then it goes dark and then Alexa then takes on Nia Jax this past week on Raw, and Reginald gets involved. And then Alexa seems to like hypnotize him because he starts to follow like whatever head movements she does. So this is a very eerie match to go into. But Shayna Baszler is a former NXT Women's Champion. She was a great. Uh, did she compete in, was it UFC or MMA? I think it was MMA. Uh, MMA. Yeah, it was MMA, yeah. She was a great competitor in MMA. And I love Shayna Baszler. And Alexa Bliss, um, we've talked a lot about how, you know, her character as the goddess could be a little bit better. And I understand that. But you can't count Alexa Bliss either because she was a former Raw Women's Champion, a former and SmackDown Live Women's Champion as well. Yep, Mac mm-hmm. Live Women's Champion, uh, Women's Tag Team Champions, and she's done a lot. I think so, she was also the first one to ever win like the SmackDown and the Raw Women's Champion. Yeah, she was. Wow, yeah. So, so you can't count her out. So, Josh, let's start with you. What is your prediction? Who is going to win this match? You know, I thought a lot about this since we last did our podcast. And I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. Okay. Um, but I have a little bit of a theory. Now, I think The Fiend might make an appearance. Okay. Or there's Lily's going to make an appearance. Now, I'm thinking Lily's going to be a person. Mm. Now, I'm, I'm thinking about it's Maya Yim. Kim, is it Kim or Yim? Mia Yim. My, That's it. Mia, Mia Yim? Yim. Yep, yep. Or it's Nikki Cross who's going to take over as Lily. Hmm. But I feel like Sean, uh, Nia Jackson is getting involved. Either, now, I remember, if you remember WrestleMania, she cost The Fiend the match. So I wouldn't be surprised if The Fiend, you know, does his little light camera action stuff and shows up in the corner and then she gets distracted or something like that. But I, I feel like she's going to win. But there might be an interference. Okay, okay. Let me, Dean, I'm going to go to you. Let me say Carlos's pick, and then I really want to say my pick because um, he just had a good theory, and I kind of want to bounce off of that theory, okay? Okay. Okay, so Carlos chose Alexa Bliss. He thinks she's going to win. 
he didn't say an explanation, but he does think she's going to win. I understand why. She's a former, like you said, the first Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, so not first, but like the first time that the first cool, like she held both titles. Anyways, not at the my, same time, but like, you know, yes, yes. I, I'm like losing the words to describe it. You said it perfectly yeah. earlier. So I'm going with Alexa Bliss too, but I didn't think of anything of a reason. I just thought she was going to win until Josh said that. And I do think we might see if we do see Lily appear, I think it's probably not going to happen, but what if it was like Zelina Vega or something? Because she's been in the PC lately, and um, I know that's like a really random and super far-fetched because her you know, husband was just fired, but that would be interesting to see, you know, because she hasn't been. She has been training in the PC for some reason, um, and if, if it was a person... Um, it could be, I don't know necessarily if it would be Nikki Cross because they have this sort of like new character angle going with her where she's able to like beat these random, you know, women all the time. And then Mia Yim, I heard, might be on SmackDown, but she could appear. I do think The Fiend is a possibility of The Fiend, but I'm going to say Zelina Vega might appear. Uh, and then Dan, go ahead. What is, who is, what's your prediction? Um... <laughs> No, it's it's kind of tough because I see both sides. I see the whole Lily thing, and I also see where like maybe Nia Jax comes out and costs her. But I see Alexa Bliss winning because of like I don't see a reason why Shayna Baszler would win. Like, what point would there be to it? Oh, she wins. That like it doesn't just make sense to me. So and the yeah, whole I agree. I can't see Shayna winning because because Alexa already lost her last pay per view match for their women's title. Did she not lose to Asuka? That uh, I don't really what remember. Was before WrestleMania? I don't really remember. I don't remember her going for the women's title. Wait, when was this? Yeah, didn't she faced um, her last match before Nia Jax was? Against Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship when Oscar beat her. Oh yes, because Royal Rumble. I remember. Um, I don't know if it was Royal Rumble, but I remember um Oscar was kind of like a little freaked out by her because she was doing the weird like movements and something. And I think didn't like something happen by like a count out or something like Oscar. It was like like a no contest kind of right. I don't really remember. I mean, well, it's, I thought Oscar passed her out. Well, if it was Oscar, then it would have been before WrestleMania. I think I know which one you guys are talking about. Is, is it the one from like Monday Night Raw? Yes. Was it the one where she was like kind of like turning from like her creepy self to like her old self? No, I think it was on Raw because Randy Orton RKO'd Alexa Bliss. Yeah. I think so it, it could have been because of that disqualification. Because yeah, it, it was after she hit him in the face with the pyro and it was before Fiend even came back. On Raw. Yeah. Whatever. Let's focus on the match that we're actually here to talk about. So, <laughs> like I said, um, I think Alexa Bliss is going to win. But, you know, I what I think is going to happen is I think Lily's just going to be, like, on stage, like the doll or whatever. And it's just, like, going to appear on stage with, like, a spotlight coming down. You know, freak Shane out. And then Alexa will, like, roll her up or something. Okay. All right. So... Whoever wins gets 10 points. We all have bliss. So, I mean, I think if she wins, we'll all get points. However, because, um, I mean, and Dan, you could jump in too if you want. Um, I think Vega is going to come out. So, if I if Vega does come out, I get an extra five points. Josh thinks that either The Fiend or someone as Lily, either Mia Yim or Cross is going to come out. So, he might get extra five points. Dan, if you want to jump in, um, yeah, I, I was, I said the whole uh, Lily will appear on stage, but like, like just, just the doll and everything, God. like the doll will somehow make an appearance. Oh, okay, all right, okay, cool. All right, next, so we all have an opportunity to earn extra ten points. Yes, and I'll say for Carlos, um, I feel bad because he didn't say. Uh, 
Well, I mean, to be fair, he he does have an extra prediction that we don't know what it is yet. True, 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 true. Okay, okay. Well, okay. I have a seeking suspicion, but he has a seeking. Dan is going to tell us who he thinks or what he thinks is going to happen. Yeah. So. Our next match we're going to talk about is Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. And this goes back to like 2015 after Sami's own Sammy Owens, after Sami Zayn won the NXT championship for the first time, Kevin Owens, his best friend comes out, congratulates him. And then hits him with a power bomb on the ring apron. Injuring him. Yes. Injuring him. They fought and then they eventually would come to WWE. They would fight again. Then they would become friends. Then they would fight again, become friends, fight again. And now they are enemies. Hey, it's like they say, fight forever. Fight forever, that's right. And uh, this past couple of weeks, Sami Zayn has been a thorn in Kevin Owens' side, continuing to attack him from behind, causing distractions, allowing Owens to continue to lose the matches that he's been involved in. And last week, Sami Zayn... uh, caused the freaking Nigerian nail twice to KO and Sammy's name was backstage cracking up watching on a monitor KO screaming pain and that's when KO demanded this match so let's start with Dan Dan who do you think is going to win this contest here's the thing so we've seen this match so many times we've seen it at wrestlemania we've seen it at backlash we've seen them in just like in the like we've seen them in a match and they fight against each other it's we've seen this so many times but the thing is they have such good chemistry that it's hard to pick mm-hmm. but honestly I want Sami Zayn to win because I think he deserves it. I mean, he's lost to Kevin Owens so many times. I think it's about time he finally gets his his win against him. Okay. All right. Okay. I hear you. I'm a Sami Zayn fan, too. Um, let's go with love I love his character, too. So Yeah, he, he's very, like, crazy now. Like, he's a great heel, I got to say that much. Yeah, yeah. And I like him better as, like, the controversial than the stupid, like, when he would come out and, like, make fun of, like, the dance moves that he did. Um, I also loved when he did, like, it's all a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I love that. That's the best thing. Josh, who is your pick to win this match? You know, it is really hard to pick. Um, I'm, I'm still going to go with Kevin Owens. Um <laughs> See, Sammy's such a hard to to really go for because when you choose Sammy, it usually ends up not being Sammy. Because at WrestleMania, I chose Sammy and it, he didn't win. So yeah, yeah. I, I like Sammy Zayn. You know, I prefer Sammy over Kevin. Um, oh. but I'm gonna have to stick my gut in this one and go Kevin Owens because, like, like you and Dan said, you know, Sammy has cost Kevin so many matches lately. So I kind of feel like, you know, it's going to be yeah. Kevin, I think. Yeah, I hear you. Dan, yeah. if, uh, if, if Zane does win, he's going to say, do you believe in miracles? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hear that because it's true. I mean, poor Sammy Zane. So let me tell you my pick and then I'll tell you, Carlos. I went with Kevin Owens um, kind of to bounce off of what Josh said, like, the fact that Kevin Owens has gotten a lot of like attacks from behind, interference, distractions. Um, it's almost like it looks like KO is going to be the one. And also, like, I hate to say this, but it seems like every time, like, on a SmackDown or a Raw, the person who ends up getting the upper hand that night before the pay per view ends up losing. Um, and I wish they didn't do that. I wish they it's would be so predictable. Of- yeah, like I wish they would keep the wrestlers separate until the show. Like you could do an interview segment with them, you know, maybe do a tag match. But That's kind of partly why I also wanted to go with Sammy because it's so unpredictable mm-hmm. that WWE might do because they do throw shit at the wall to see what sticks, you know. Yep, and I was gonna, I was, I was gonna say that, you know, and it's true, you know, like Owen, you know, he could win and just kind of put out Owens for a bit you know, and then have Owens come back. But I just, I initially went with Owens, and I'm not going to change my pick. I think Owens is, I love Owens. He's one of my favorites. And I do like Sami Zayn. 
but um I don't know I feel like Sammy needs a fresh start and I think they need to like stop making him fight Kevin Owens at some like it needs to end and maybe Give him back, like the intercontinental title that would be great that's what i'm saying you know or even u.s like something um because he is great but he does get lost in the shuffle because it's like he's never like like josh said he always loses and it's it's like how can they you- always build him up to fail that's what they do yeah yeah and it's sad because it's like i just don't understand why vince doesn't continue things with nxt you know like we were talking about that piper niven her name is now dewdrop you know i don't understand why they wouldn't just stick with that name and stick with oh you know she went after the nxt women's title it's almost like he thinks people don't pay attention and there are some that don't but there are a lot that do and then it's like they come in like sammy Zayn had like one of the greatest angst team matches of all time against Cesaro at the first arrival show, you know, Mm. and they forget about it because right now we don't see any of that character in him. We just, I think it's cause they're indie stars and Vince hates indie stars. Yeah. Yeah. Like think about it. Sammy Zane, he's not going to complain to Vince out back about how they portray him. Yeah. Cause also I think all while you're here. I also think Vince likes to be the one to build the superstar up. Like he built the rock up. He built Stone Cold, unless he claimed and everything. And, you know, I think he likes to be the one to do that. Like he doesn't like when someone's already so popular and everything. And, you know, he's like, ah, they won't care about him after this match. So it's like, why bother? You, You know what I mean? But my thought, though, can I say something? And this is something that they had to do. When all the wrestlers left for WCW in the 90s, they had to build new stars. They had to have backup plans. You know, it wasn't just right now Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley. Back then it was Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Diesel, uh, Bret Hart, Stone Cold. Well, technically Diesel went to, uh, went to WCW. Right, correct. Sorry, but I'm talking about the beginning of 95. Mm. Like in the beginning, you could count on those people. It was stacked. You didn't need Shawn Michaels to, I mean, he did pull the crowd, but a lot of those people were able to get the crowd going. And then, yes, they left, and then they had to use new stars, you know, Mankind, Undertaker, I said those people. Um, but anyways, I just feel like right now it's like, I feel like Vince is stupid for trying to make one sole person represent the company that might have worked for the past couple of years. But I feel like with social media, people want more than just one person to follow and more for one person to care about. Um, but, and I do have something else to really say, and this is really random. I have a new beef against Triple H. I used to like him. I don't like him no more. Why is that? Um, hang on, let me take a sip. And by the way, everybody, we always go off the rails here, but we will come back because I recently watched the China documentary on Vice. And mm-hmm. pretty much, I'm just going to tell you really as quick synopsis. She in 2015 was living in Japan and she had a good life there. She was a school teacher. Um, she was away from drugs. She was doing her thing. And in 2015, this production company contacted her and they wanted to create a documentary called, um, it was like the renewing, it was like fixing China pretty much. It was like making China popular again. And basically they had kind of moved back to the States and they had her address a lot of issues that she had in the past. And a lot of people know the story. Well, first of all, there is no China like China. No one will ever be like her. No one. when she started in 97, she actually um, had a boyfriend that she left to hook up with Triple H. And then her and Triple H were together. And a lot of people know the story. Uh, China eventually started to fight men and she had a good time with that. And then in you know 2001, it seemed like they wanted her to take on more of the women. And she felt like that was pushing her character back because she was fighting the men. Why would she want to go back to fighting women, she felt. So then um, there was a moment where she had a house with Triple H and Triple H and Stephanie were, you know, seeing each other a lot. And at one point, China found a love letter between Stephanie and Triple H. 
and I guess she confronted him on it, and they were at an arena, he broke up with her, and he left her there by herself, and then she got fired, or released, whatever, the next day. Mm-hmm. And so she went through a lot of shit, and then eventually she ended up taking, like, serious drugs, hooked up with X-Pac, and did drugs with him. She didn't have a relationship with her mom. Her fucking father stabbed the mother. Um, Really fucked up shit, you guys. And, like, it's just terrible because she was a very nice person and she deserves a lot of recognition and triple h made a comment in 2014 or 2015 and stone cold was asking him like which i never be in the hall of fame and he's like well that's tricky because my daughter is eight years old and if he looks up the name china he's gonna find all kinds of porn and da, 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 da. And it's like buddy not for nothing you have carlos cologne a friggin rumored to be killer which i think he was in the hall of fame so um anyway so she ended up dying she had an overdose of alcohol and different types of medication but i just feel like there. oh the whole point of why i'm pissed too not only was that comment but they ended up filming her trying to go to wwe headquarters and they like kicked her out jeez it's hard it's hard for someone to be that great and then to think so low of yourself because she did and then to die you know and it's just like these scumbags are like capitalizing bastards anyways yeah i love how we went from kevin owens versus sammy to china (laughs) 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 sorry everybody out there uh carlos's pick was kevin owens too so dan you are the only difference maker here I am the sole survivor on Sami Zayn. Jeez. One of us is going to lose. Well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> One of us will lose. Yeah. yeah. All right. So next we'll week. We'll see about that. The first uh, title match we're going to talk about, the WWE Raw Women's Championship. The Raw Women's Champion Rhea Ripley taking on Charlotte Flair. This match also has history to it. Obviously, last year at WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair beat Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. She had a little title run in NXT. She eventually dropped the belt to Io Shirai. And then um, Rhea came to WWE, eventually defeated Asuka. Charlotte Flair ended up changing her character a little bit, saying that she deserved the title. She deserves more because she's Charlotte Flair. She then competed in a triple threat match against Rhea Ripley and Asuka with Rhea winning. And lately... Rhea and Charlotte have been competing in a pretty much I can do what you can do, but better. They've both lost, though, to Nikki Cross recently. They were recently in a tag match where they both were, like, hitting each other to get the tags in, and eventually Rhea laid Charlotte out with a riptide. And then this past week, Rhea took on Asuka, and Charlotte came out after the match and just in this, as Josh mentioned, the ugliest attire we've seen. Uh, attacked Rhea and left her out. So, this is leading up to tonight. Let me ask you, Josh, who is going to walk out Raw Women's Champion? Charlotte. Blair, I okay. hate to say that. Okay, why do you think that? Um, Charlotte Flair is the John Cena of the women's division. Um, I can't. I don't think she'll put Rhea, Rhea over. Rhea over. Um, it's Rhea. Rhea, sorry. Uh, Dan is not happy. <laughs> That's Dan's like second number one lady. Well, actually, she technically is my number one because yeah. obviously, the way they're treating Bailey, I mean, it's, uh... because uh, he's like, uh, well, except for B- Triple H, likes the manly looking women. Like he's all into rock. Oh. <laughs> He's all into Charlotte. He's into Rhea. Like, those are his bitches, man. Like, he's like, these are my women I wish I could be with. Because even Stephanie's probably manly. Anyways, I'm sorry, Josh. Go back to Charlotte. Flair's not going to put Rhea over. No, I can stick with Charlotte. Okay. All right. All right. How about you, Dan? If the pick wasn't obvious, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley. I believe that it's her time to finally prove she can beat Charlotte Flair on her own. Because as you said, she lost to Charlotte at Mania. Like, what was it? 2020? Yeah, it was 2020. Last year. So 
I think this is her chance to finally prove she can beat Charlotte on her own. She doesn't have to go against Asuka. She doesn't have, she doesn't have to deal with the triple threat bullshit. Mm-hmm. She can finally prove herself. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Okay. All right. All right. Chance for Rhea to prove herself. Carlos went with Charlotte Flair. So he agrees with Josh. Charlotte is probably the John Cena of WWE and is going to walk out Raw Women's Champion. And I agree with Dan. I think Rhea Ripley is going to walk out as Raw Women's Champion. I think she just won the title. Um, and I do think that Charlotte Flair is um, really great. But you know what I would love to see? Or I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I would love to see this. But I have a feeling that Charlotte Flair is going to have a big match at SummerSlam, but it's not going to be for a title. I feel like it's going to be one of those, like, not not Trish Stratus, but, like, one of those Trish Stratus versus Flair, where she's going to fight someone um, unexpected and somebody that the fans will be excited to see. So it's probably not going to be this, but, like, a Sasha Banks, I think, would almost be in that criteria. Not her, but someone who maybe the fans haven't thought of recently. And I've thought of Sasha, and Carlos is going to be upset that I say that, but right now, you know, Sasha's been out since WrestleMania three, like, what was that, three months ago? Two months ago? Yeah, about three months ago, yeah. Well, I don't know, but I do think Charlotte Flair, like, you know, hearing what Josh said, I do think Charlotte, Charlotte does, I call her Charlotte. I do, I do think Charlotte has a chance of, you know, regaining the Royal Women's Championship that, you know, she held for a long time. But I do think it would be silly if they dropped it to her because Rhea just won and they will then treat Rhea like Sami Zayn and give her no credibility at all. So I'm going to try and go at Rhea Ripley. So again, someone is going to lose. You have, I'm going with Rhea Ripley. Carlos is going with Charlotte Flair. Josh is going with Charlotte Flair and Dan is going with Rhea Ripley. So different picks for that. So our next match we're going to talk about is another rematch from WrestleMania this past year, Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. This whole rivalry has been just insane from the get-go. They've pretty much fought because Rollins seems to be jealous of Cesaro's success recently. They fought at WrestleMania. Cesaro like annihilated him, did one of the coolest moves that I've seen, you know, where he had the head, his head, and then he was just pretty much like spinning Rollins around. And then Rollins came back, like viciously assaulted Cesaro. Cesaro comes back, beats him, pulls his pants off, and then this cat. Ding, ding, ding. What? Now, thank you for checking out that quick ad. As Dan uh, was saying before, Huh? We are back. <laughs> uh, so I think Josh is in the middle of explaining. Somebody was talking. I think it was Josh. Josh, who do you think? Oh, no, we, I was still talking. I'm sorry. I didn't finish. I, guys, I'm all kinds of discombobulated. Let me talk about the ad, too, really quick. Uh, like, the ad said, check us out because we're fucking cool and, like, fucked up. And I'm probably acting high, even though I'm not right now. Uh, check us out wherever podcasts are available. YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. World of WWE Podcast. Thank you for listening. Back to our coverage on the match. So, yes, yeah, Cesaro pulls off Seth Rollins' pants. And then this past week on SmackDown, Cesaro and Rollins had a face-to-face where Rollins said he didn't respect Cesaro. Cesaro says he respects Seth Rollins as a wrestler, and then he pushes pushes Seth Rollins off of his chair. Josh, I'm going to go to you. Who do you think is going to win this one? Um, no, I think the Cesaro swing has been over for years. Um, but I'm going to go with my boy Seth Rollins. Oh. Uh, I never vote against Seth Rollins. I always go with Seth Rollins. Oh God. You know, <laughs> are gonna fucking do the cuddle puddle. He is my boy, all right. He's my boy. All right. And uh I've never been wrong with Rollins, and I'm gonna stay with Rollins. Always never doubt the Friday night savior. Yeah, he's Friday night savior. 
All right. Okay. How about you, Dan? Who are you going for? Um, it's a tough one, realistically, because I mean, you know, Cesaro's beat him a few times, and so has Rollins and everything. But I'm gonna go with Cesaro because Cesaro's been losing a bit recently, and I just think he needs his credit back. So I think he's gonna beat Rollins again. It's funny. I feel like we're in a tag team match because I agree with Dan. Uh, I think Cesaro is going to win here. Uh, just because, like I always say, this is like my motto. It's like my people are going to like make a freaking meme of me saying this over and over and over again. Is it necessary? Is it? Oh, necessary? I'm going to start making. I'm going to start making a meme for that for you, Anthony. I'm going <laughs> to yeah, start doing that. That's totally what I say. Is it really necessary for Seth Rollins to beat Cesaro right now in this stage of their career? Now, I'm not saying that Rollins isn't great. Rollins is fucking amazing. He puts on every match. Like, you know that Rollins is going to put on a performance when he fights on pay-per-views and when he has big matches. Mm. The only thing is, you know, again, and this is what Vince tends to do, he's probably going to make this happen. I don't see where Cesaro's momentum will go if he loses against Seth Rollins because, like I said, why would he lose to him after beating him at WrestleMania? Now, they could always do a cheap win where Rollins, you know, uses, like, a chair or, like, does something without the ref seeing and then wins. But I'm going to go with Cesaro because I really want him to win. I don't think it would be good for him if he lost. And then Carlos also went... Well, what, who do we think Carlos went with? It's Rollins. I think he went with Seth Rollins. Yeah. That is like Carlos's like dad. He is like, <laughs> that's his man. And that's totally cool. I love freaking Seth Rollins. Cool. But Cesaro's like my dad. I freaking love Cesaro, man. Okay. <laughs> so this is our second title match of the night. And it's our first Hell in a Cell match. This match was recently made at Hell in a Cell last Friday on SmackDown. We're going to have the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion, Bianca Belair, defending against Bayley. These two have had a rivalry since last year. It's pretty much, again, has been a rivalry of, well, I can do what you can do better. You know, remember, they had the, like, triathlon where they were doing the different obstacle courses, and then Bayley would be... Bianca a couple of times, Bianca would beat Bailey a couple of times, and then Bianca goes to WrestleMania, wins the title, and then at WrestleMania backlash, Bailey would challenge Bianca and lose. Bailey has a new character now where she basically laughs in Bianca's face and continues to do it. And this past Friday on SmackDown, Bianca was talking about how Bailey laughing at her reminds her of being bullied when she's young. But she is not young anymore and she is unapologetically herself. That's when Bailey comes down the two brawl. But Bailey ends up using Bianca's ponytail to push her into the guardrail. And then she lays her out with a rose plant in the middle of the ring. So let me go with Dan. Dan, who is your pick to win this Hell in a Cell match? It's tough. Like, because as you said, they've had the rivalry last year, which Bianca won. And. Bianca just recently won the title at Mania, so it, it's hard. But it really pains me to say this because, as much as I love, as, as much as Bailey's one of my favorites, I think Bianca's gonna win because she just won the title. It wouldn't make sense for her to just lose it like that. Okay. You're wrapping it up, Dan. All right. How about you, Josh? Yes. Who's your pick? Okay. Huh? Yes. Um, Okay, shut the lights out. Shock, Dan's family is talking in the back. <laughs> I apologize, everyone. I'm currently at my grandparents' house celebrating Father's Day. I apologize for that. It's okay. We are live. It's fine. Uh, so, <laughs> Josh, it's your turn. <laughs> Um, it's really hard to choose. Um, but I'm gonna butt hey. myself in the ass with this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bailey. Bailey, okay, why? Yeah. Um, it's gonna be disqualification, I think. Okay, 
Okay. Um, she's gonna disqualify herself. I'm, I have a theory. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh wait, is it Hell in a Cell? Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's right. Duh. Well, there I mean, is no. I mean, with the stupid fiend and Seth Rollins. Um. Yeah, I'm still gonna stay with Bailey. Yeah, stick with Bailey. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Carlos has gone with Bianca Belair. I am gonna go with Bianca Belair, but for a different reason than you guys have said except for Josh, I'm going to go with Bianca because I have a feeling at SummerSlam we're going to see Bianca versus Banks too. And to get there, Bianca needs to keep the title. So I think it's going to be a good match, but I think Bianca is going to retain this SmackDown Women's Championship. Uh, so yeah, that's my pick. So I think we we all have different picks. Well, not all, but except for Josh. We all agree that Bianca's going to win where Josh thinks Bailey is going to win. Again, it pains me to say that. It does. It does. <laughs> it does, too. Because I love Bianca, but I don't know. I just My gut's told me Bailey, so I got to go with my gut. All right. All right. That, that's always good to go with. Now we are here at our main event. It is a Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship. The, w, the almighty WWE Champion Bobby Lashley taking on Drew McIntyre. To be honest with you guys, I am done seeing this match, but... I think we're all done seeing this match. at WrestleMania, and wasn't it... Did Rollins... Did Lashley win at, at Mania? Or no, yeah. did he, Lashley won at Mania, and Lashley's been winning every single match they've gone at. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they fought, like, many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time, the whole sort of storyline is that Drew McIntyre has this uh, last chance. Yeah, it's his last chance, and he also is talking about how he has this sort of like skill or this sort of way of beating Bobby Lashley. So let's go with you, Josh. Who is going to win this match? This last chance match. See again, it's one of the matches where it's so hard because Drew McIntyre is Vince McMahon's boy. He, he's always. This man always loved Drew McIntyre. You know, he's the chosen one. Then you're going against the almighty Bobby Lashley. Now, Bobby Lashley is the second African-American to be world champion. So, I don't know. Um, see, I was trying to avoid this match, personally, because, I, again, it's hard to choose. Um, mm-hmm. like, like I said, this is probably the best Bobby Lashley's been in in, in years, and this has been the best Drew's been in years. 100%. Um, it's a hard one. I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley, because I think Bobby Lashley's going to tap Drew out, and I hate to say that, but Bobby oh. Lashley's a beast, and I really want to see Lesnar versus the Lashley at SummerSlam, sadly to see, but all right, um, okay. Bobby Lashley's on a roll, and right now, like he's the same as Roman. Because if you think about Survivor Series, we already had Drew versus Roman, and that match was good. But Roman versus Drew, and the way that they're going, for sure, uh, I'm gonna stick with Bobby Lashley. All right, okay, Bobby Lashley. How about you, Dan? It's tough. Just like, um, just like Josh said, it's it's just a hard pick. I mean. They've both been on a roll, kind of, except Drew, except, you know, because he hasn't won anything yet. Um, I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre, and I'll tell you why. Because Lashley versus Brock doesn't need to be for a world title. It doesn't. And McIntyre's lost so many matches against Lashley, and he didn't have such great success in the Hell in a Cell last year when Randy Orton beat him. <sighs> So, I mean, I, I got to go with McIntyre. All right. Drew McIntyre, the Scottish psychopath. Um, let me tell you Carlos's pick. Carlos is going with Bobby Lashley. Dan, why don't you guess? What do you think uh, Carlos is thinking? Uh, I'm thinking that he's just he's going to see that, like, uh, MVP is going to come out or something and help him. You are wrong. Actually, Dan. Can I guess? You can guess. 
I think Braun Strowman's going to come back and destroy both of them. All right, that's what you think Carlos thinks, Braun Strowman? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, well, you're wrong too, Josh. <laughs> Carlos thinks that Brock Lesnar is going to return tonight. Oh, and screw over Lashley. So, we will see. Oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. I didn't think of that. I, mean, I, I never thought build. of that either. Mm-hmm. It could be a good build, you know. Screw him over on a pay per view rather than on Raw. Screw him over for the title. Screw him over for everything, man. Or but I that's heard my idea. I kind of want to go. interested in come back. I kind of want to go to Carlos on that. I kind of have to agree with him on that. You think Lesnar's gonna return? Okay, I'll put that. I think I think Lesnar's gonna return. Screw over Lashley, and McIntyre's gonna beat him. Or or he could screw over McIntyre, and they can go against each other at SummerSlam for revenge for Drew beating him at WrestleMania. Here's what I think is gonna happen. Can I tell you what I think is gonna happen on Raw? I have a feeling. I so Lashley's gonna win in my opinion, but I think they're just gonna have Lesnar come out on Raw, have Lashley come out, Mm. and like before he even speaks, done. Dun, 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 and you just hear it, and then you're like, "Oh shit!" I mean, because I think like that'd be a good way to get people to like, I mean, to talk about, "Oh shit, we gotta watch Raw next week because anything could happen." But they're probably gonna have them come out tonight. Can I say something? Yeah. Um, the latest rumor I heard is that if they're it's it's very heavily Bobby Lashley is what I'm hearing versus Lesnar, but Lesnar would be the baby face. And That's you know, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think Bobby Lashley is going to beat McIntyre, and then when the match is done, Lashley is going to just like attack him, and maybe Lesnar does show up. So we are thinking Brock Lesnar as the babyface. That's so weird to think of. Mm -hmm. Well, I remember when he was a couple years ago, so I can. Yeah, that was Triple H feud. He was the face. So, so I'm gonna stick right. with my, I'm gonna stick with my pick of Drew. I'm gonna say Brock comes in, screws over Lashley, them versus them at SummerSlam, and Drew gets the title back. That's my prediction. Okay, all right, okay. So I think Lashley is going to win. I don't think there's gonna be any interference because I think they're gonna save it for Raw. Um, but yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. So before the one standing alone again. Yes, you are, Dan. Before we close out the show, I want to again go over our predictions really quick. So the first match we talked about, Shayna Baszler versus Alexa Bliss. We all believe Alexa Bliss is going to win. Dan thinks that Lily, the doll, is just going to appear. I think Zelina Vega is going to appear. Josh thinks that the Fiend is going to appear, or Lily will come out as a person being Mia Yim or Nikki Cross. The next match we did was Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Josh, Carlos, and myself, we all think Kevin Owens is going to win. Dan is a lone survivor here. He thinks Sami Zayn is going to walk out as the winner. Next, we talked about the Raw Women's Championship, the champion Rhea Ripley defending against Charlotte Flair. I thought that Rhea Ripley was going to win. Carlos thought Charlotte Flair. Dan went with me agreeing that Rhea Ripley is going to win, and Josh agreed with Carlos that Charlotte Flair is going to win. Then we talked about Seth Rollins versus Cesaro. Josh and Carlos, again, thought that Seth Rollins is going to win, and Dan and I thought Cesaro was going to win. Then we have the Hell in a Cell SmackDown Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair defending against Bayley. Josh thinks Bayley is going to win, and Carlos, Dan, and myself, we think Bianca, Bianca, Bianca Bellier is going to win. In our main event, WWE champion Bobby Lashley defending against Drew McIntyre in a Hell in a Cell match. I think Bobby Lashley is going to win. Carlos thinks Lashley is going to win and Brock Lesnar is going to return. Dan thinks Drew McIntyre is going to win and Lesnar will return as well and screw over Lashley to let Drew win. And Josh thinks that Lashley is going to tap out Drew McIntyre. Wait, wait, wait. Can I actually make a different prediction, actually, now that I think about something? Go ahead, Dan. I think Drew Mag. I think Brock Lesnar will return, but I think he'll... I think this Hell in a Cell will end in a no contest. Just like they have with 2019, just as they did in 2018. 
Yeah. I think it's going to end in a no contest with Brock laying out McIntyre and Brock laying out Lashley. Okay. Okay. So I meaning, have a prediction too? I, I guess that means I'm choosing Lashley instead of McIntyre. Because technically he would retain the belt, but, you know, I say it's going to end in a no contest. Okay. Josh, did you say something? Uh, yeah, I wanted to um... – no, no, I'm going to keep my same prediction. Keep my same okay. prediction. All right. So, if you want to play along, each prediction is worth 10 points. If you have an extra thought, like we did about Lesnar returning or Zelina Vega appearing as Alexa Bliss, whatever your extra, that will be an extra five points for you. The winner, the person with the most points at the end wins. Currently, I am the champion here. But everyone is coming for the title, so we will see. I'm make surprised it. Carlos didn't make a prediction saying, "Oh, Sasha Banks is going to come back." He probably is like right. He, I don't even. I'm surprised because he's normally number one on his mind. You're that's, right. That's my point. That's what I thought his original prediction was going to be about: Sasha Banks coming back, and you know, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's right. That is a big surprise. Hmm. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised, yeah. <laughs> maybe he's hoping she'll come out on SmackDown or Raw. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. So if you are in the States, you can check out the kickoff show. It starts at 7 p.m. If you're outside the States, like our friend Josh here in Canada, the kickoff show starts at 8 o'clock. And then, again, if you're in the States here, the actual pay-per-view, Hell in a Cell, starts at 8 p.m. You can check it out on Peacock, or you can check it out on your cable provider service. If you're out of the States, you can check it out on the WWE Network. And I'm assuming your cable service too, Josh, right? No, by streaming on my laptop. Oh, okay, well, it's like I'm watching it on the laptop, yep. So... <laughs> That's cool, man. So thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you like, subscribe, do what you got to do. And yeah, enjoy Hell in a Cell tonight. It's going to be a great show and it's going to be awesome. So enjoy Hell in a Cell. Any last words? Enjoy Hell in a Cell and have a great Father's Day. Yep. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.